Hello there, beautiful human. My name is Adam Stanecki. You're listening to Wholehearted. It's a podcast about getting the most out of life. And again, I have been delayed in putting together an episode for you. I am learning patience and resilience and acceptance at the moment. I went down with COVID a few weeks back, and in this past week, I made a flying visit with my family down to country Victoria, quite a way away from where I live in sunny Queensland, to bid my mother-in-law a fond farewell. And on the way back, we got stuck in the floods that are happening through southeast Queensland and now into New South Wales. So there's a lot going on in the world. And I'm sure you'll appreciate that when these things happen, we have to each work out our own way to navigate, our own way to be, maybe to be able to sit with whatever stresses come up. Maybe we'd like to call it anxiety. Maybe we'd like to call it overwhelm. Whatever it is, a bunch of emotions, thoughts, feelings, sensations that we need to deal with. And sometimes we don't even have enough time. Personally, at the moment, I don't feel like I've had any time to grieve for this loss in the family. So that is something that I need to attend to. And this being a podcast about mental wellness, mental health, holistic wellness, I thought I'd just share that with you at the moment, not as an excuse as to why I have not been recording this podcast, but to let you know that even those people you might listen to and and maybe take some lessons from, and possibly I'm one of those people, we have the same struggles as you and as all the other people around you. And people who work in therapeutic vocations also have their own stuff to deal with. I think it's really important to understand that moving through a time that's full of transition, uh, just so many challenges for so many different people. Anyway, I'm going to move away from that and get on to the crux of what I wanted to talk about today, which is one of my favourite pieces of philosophy, the Tao Te Ching, or the Tao Te Ching, depending on how you have learnt to pronounce what it is. And basically, it's the canon of the Taoist philosophy, one of maybe two or three books that form the foundation of the philosophy. And this one was written by Lao Tzu. Some people pronounce that Lao Tzu. And the translation I have is Jia Fu Feng and Jane English. It's the best translation I have found, most accessible. It doesn't mean it's right, wrong or otherwise. I feel that this one gets to the essence of what was trying to be communicated in old Chinese language, translated into English. So the book starts with the line, the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. Now, some people say Tao, some people say Tao, <coughs> excuse me, Tao. The common translation being way. We probably don't have an English word to fully encapsulate what Tao means, but you get an idea. The, the way things are, the being, the stuff, the mm of existence. And this is a really interesting first line, and you could probably spend years, months, months, years, decades trying to unpack what the hell this means. And some people get kind of caught up in the idea that maybe what they're talking about is if you can talk about Taoism, you don't really understand Taoism. I think that's part of it. But I remember Alan Watts wrote in one of his books, it's probably here on my bookshelf, and 
I haven't been able to locate the actual passage, but he said something similar to the way that cannot, sorry, let me say that again, the way that can be weighed is not the way, or the Tao that can be Daoed is not the Tao. So we could start to transfer, replace words in that. We could say the name that can be named is not the name or not the true name. You could put anything in there, really. The chair that can be chaired is not the true chair. The book that can be booked is not the true book. And that's the essence of what this is saying. If you seek to understand it, to label it, to know what it's about, then you miss the point entirely. Because the way is just the way. You don't need to speak about the way. You don't need to learn the way, talk about the way, investigate the way, write about the way, because the way is just the way. And you make it less the way by trying to analyze it, by trying to talk about it. So in some way, me even talking about it now is completely futile, but I'm trying to unpack this just to understand this idea Especially now, we're in a strange time where we're seeking to understand things and unpack things and analyse and assess and dissect. Well, what if we just stop doing that and step back and simply allow, maybe accept, perhaps flow? You see, my interpretation of the way is it's flow. When you just flow with the flow of the universe then things seem to sort themselves out. Maybe not immediately, maybe not to your own satisfaction all of the time, but they really do sort themselves out. So this line again, the Tao that can be told is not the eternal Tao. Maybe the message there is, let's stop just talking about this stuff, analyzing, dissecting, creating dualities and multiple parts and pieces. Instead, just flow with things the way the universe is. I think that's the fundamental teaching of Taoism. You don't have to be Taoist to be able to pick that up. And so my question to you is, what would happen if you allowed yourself to be more accepting of the way things are now, rather than forcing? Which reminds me of a, another Taoist term, Wu Wei, no forcing. No force, not forcing. Uh, speaks to me about allowing, letting things be as they are rather than trying to force them to be other. What I see in my healing practice over and over again is people being dissatisfied with things as they are and wanting to force them to be other rather than accepting them as they are. Maybe that's what this is talking about. And as I flick pages and go to another chapter within this amazing book. And I hit chapter 9. I'm going to read the whole passage here because it's, it's six lines. And it's entirely amazing. And again, you could stop at the first line and you don't need to read anymore, but let us do so anyway. Better stop short than fill to the brim. Over sharpen the blade and the edge will soon blunt. Amass a store of gold and jade and no one can protect it. Claim wealth and titles and disaster will follow. Retire when the work is done. 
This is the way of heaven. Again, you could spend days, weeks, months, years on each of those lines. Let's go back to the first one. Better stop short than fill to the brim. To me, that is speaking of enough rather than excess. And we live in a time that teaches us all that we should be more than what we are, that we should earn more, do more, be more, and that enough is not enough. That you need a bigger TV, a better car, a bigger diamond on your finger, the best clothes, the best shoes, the best friends. You need to have gone to this school and not that school. But what is enough? What is enough for you? And can you accept enough rather than seeking more? Again, allowing, not forcing. And this passage ends with two lines. Retire when the work is done. Retire when the work is done. Do we really do that in this day and age? Or do we keep pushing ourselves harder and harder to get more and more stuff we don't need? Rather than accepting enough. The final line. This is the way of heaven. Now that's not religious, it's not about God, it's not about any other deity. It's talking about the ideal, the way of things ultimately. Once you've done your work, you're done. Rest. We see this in the animal kingdom. We see big cats that lounge around all day and only move when they need to move to hunt. You can think of your own further examples of the animal kingdom. They only work when they need to work and then they stop. We are just animals with good clothing and amazing houses. Maybe we can learn something there, I don't know. And I've skipped now to chapter 13. Look, I could have an episode here where I talked for hours about the Tao and the Tao Te Ching, but I'm not going to. I'm going to leave it. This is the last one that I'm going to talk about. And this is a really interesting one because it talks about perceptions of other people and judgment and not caring about what anyone else says about us and having a new way of approaching all this stuff. So again, I think it's very pertinent in this day and age. Chapter 13. Accept disgrace willingly. Accept misfortune as the human condition. What do you mean by accept disgrace willingly? Accept being unimportant. Do not be concerned with loss or gain. This is called accepting disgrace willingly. What do you mean by accept misfortune as the human condition? Misfortune comes from having a body. Without a body, how could there be misfortune? Surrender yourself humbly. Then you can be trusted to care for all things. Love the world as your own self. Then you can truly care for all things. Again, there's a passage that you could dissect and spend inordinate amounts of time investigating each and every part of that. But it, it is all there. It's all explained. What it means to accept disgrace willingly and accept misfortune as the human condition. In other traditions, you will hear something like, to live is to suffer. It sounds really rough. Maybe we should say, or we could say, 
to exist is to be challenged. Because once you're in this corporeal human form, there are challenges, there are aches in the vessel. The mind works in certain ways. There are other beings to interact with that cause us trials and tribulations. It is part of this experience. And there is nothing that you can do other than accept or resist. There's so much effort in resisting. And again, we're back to forcing and not forcing. The opposite of which is allowing, going with the flow. And don't get confused here. I'm not talking about resignation. I'm talking about acceptance, about allowing, about letting things be as they are without having to force. Now, that doesn't mean you can't stand up and push for change in some societal way that is beneficial to yourself or your people or what you believe in. And yet you don't have to force. This can be done in flow, in keeping with the nature of the Tao, going with the flow, being with the way. As I say, I could continue to talk on and on about this particular book and the philosophy of Taoism. I think there is a lot that we can learn, and by learn I mean remember, because this was written, if you'll excuse me, thousands of years ago, and nothing has changed. Maybe life's a bit more complicated now, but fundamentally nothing about the human condition has changed. And if you are interested in mental health and holistic wellness as I am, then we can learn these lessons simply, and instead of having to go to coaches and therapists over and over and over again. We can find these little pieces of wisdom and investigate them. And maybe you'll need help from time to time to remember what it's truly like to be. But you can do it yourself. All of this wisdom is there. People have worked this stuff out before. So I invite you to take some time today, maybe, or shortly, to investigate Taoism, the Tao, the way, or just sit and recognize your own flow. Because your way is your way. It's not my way. And it flows with the eternal way, the eternal Tao. I'm going to allow myself to stop now and put pause on my own philosophizing because it's really important that after you listen to this, you take some time to make this your own if it's for you. And if not, just let it go. That's okay. That's all allowing and acceptance. As always, I truly appreciate you taking a moment out of your day to listen to me speak. I hope I have been of service to you. If you're getting something out of this podcast, please consider leaving a review or sharing it with a friend or even getting in touch. I'd love to hear from you. It'd be great. My name is Adam Stanecki. This is Wholehearted. Be well.